0: this is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Ooh. here are on a Friday morning. We're glad you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churnin' and Spoon Ice Cream. Uh, next weekend and the weekend after that, when you're back up here in Starkville for MSU football, hope you'll stop by and support a keystone local business like Strange Brew Coffeehouse. They've been serving you all these years on Highway 12. And, of course, the new location on University Drive. Please drop by there. You're going to, you know, it's Mississippi State Vanderbilt. You watch those two teams play, you're going to need a little boost. Get, get some coffee. Get it in your system. You're going to need it. They're, they're, you, you can have coffee. I don't know if either of those teams will get any. There, there may not be a whole lot of closing going on that day. I'm just saying. So, uh, College Corner, if you're not coming to Starkville next week, you want to have a watch party at the house, hey, College Corner can take care of that for you, no problem. All you've got to do is swing by one of their two locations in Jackson. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com, and you can make your watch party the biggest maroon and white celebration of them all. They've got all the platters and plates you need for the tailgating look. They've got the games. They've got the canopies. They've got everything you're looking for. So swing by there today and can make your house a maroon and white paradise. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems know that right now your business needs to be working for you. Don't be bogged down with inefficiency with outdated technology. Let Advantage Business Systems come in and give you a plan that goes forward and gets your business working the way you want it to. Call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. I don't know why I'm in such a good mood today,
1: but I'm feeling good. Um, well, I'm glad that you feel good, Brian. Well, thank you. I wish you were in a good mood every day. I, I wish usually, that, I, usually am. I wish that when you weren't in a good mood, that sitting down in that chair, staring across the table at me would just brighten your day. I, I want to be the sunshine on a cloudy day for you. When it's cold <laughs> you're, outside. You're not
0: my girl, uh, <laughs> Joel. Let's go ahead and be the one to tell you that. Uh, let's go here. I'm, I'm setting up for something over here. Ah. Uh, Ah. so anyway, Mississippi State, Alabama, number two ranked team in the country. In my opinion, the best team in the country. I I, I like them better than I like Clemson. Uh, to be totally honest, I think Clemson is. I I love Lawrence and ETN, but I think as a team, Alabama, even with the loss of Jalen Waddell, is better. Mac Jones, hey man, I'll eat the crow. I thought he'd be off the team or not off the team, but you know, on the bench by now. Uh, but he has played at, he's played at a Heisman level. Yeah, he he's going to New York at the rate this is going. Uh, for him. Has just been incredibly efficient with the ball. Uh, doesn't make mistakes. Just, he's been really, really good. He is, he is, he's been the kind of quarterback that Alabama has won national titles with in the past. A, a McElroy, uh, McCarron type of guy. But he's been a little bit better than them. Najee Harris. What, what more can you say? The guy is as, as consistent as, as you can find uh, in SEC football today. This is a very good football team. And it would be a struggle for a Mississippi State team firing on all cylinders to go to Tuscaloosa and come out with a win. But as it is, Joel, it feels like we're talking about what can this team do to, to give itself momentum going
1: forward out of this game, not so
0: much of what do they have to do to win.
1: That's exactly right. And we talked about it on yesterday's show, but you, objectively what you want to do is do some things offensively where against Vanderbilt you feel – like, hey, we got a shot here to put up some yards and points. It's, it's really all about the next week, more so than this one, from an yeah. objective standpoint. Yeah. And it's just building momentum. Uh, you'd like to see your defense, again, put forth a, a good showing. I mean, look, it's foolish to think anything other than Alabama's going to put up some yardage and points. But right. just, again, repeating what we said on yesterday's show, but it, it's all about how it looks more so than what the final score is.
0: You think about 2018, and it's sort of a similar situation. You went over there thinking, "Now this team has not been good offensively; they're probably not going to do very much." That I think that defense was better than this year's defenses. It was certainly more talented, in my opinion, and they did a pretty good job. They held Alabama to 24 points. They forced Tua into some turnovers, which he had not been, you know, doing prior to that. Um, I mean, that was a. I mean, I think from a talent standpoint, that Alabama team might have been a little bit better than this one because you still had Rugs and Judy on that team uh you know Tua was 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 the quarterback you know they that was a solid solid team i think defensively state could surprise some people state's defense has been sort of the story of the season that nobody talks about yeah. because the
1: offense has been the story of the season that everybody talks about yeah the offense and now everybody leaving, and that whole 9 yard everything is overshadowing the fact that state has been well i guess you could about say the league's best they're the, they, they've I been mean, statistically, statistically 15th nationally
0: in total defense. I We were legitimately discussing this team could be 13th in the SEC in defense. They're 15th nationally. Um, It's a shame, to be honest with you, how well they've played that they haven't had a chance to be part of more wins. Um, And probably not going to be on on this weekend either. We talked a little bit on yesterday's show about what constitutes a win for Mississippi State defensively. One thing that teams have not been able to do very much of is pressure Uh, Mac Jones. And this defense isn't getting a whole ton of sacks, but they get pressure. Do
1: you think this team can pressure Mac Jones on Saturday? I mean, if they can, it's another feather in the cap, man, to to the fact that this defense is good. Look, at this point, four games in, there's no denying it's a good defense. I mean, if they can get pressure on Mac Jones or or do something, you know, what if they only allowed – what if this game ended up being kind of like the A&M game and you lost 28-14 kind of deal? Oh my like, gosh, you'd that be point, thrilled. At that point, both offensively and defensively, you would think, Whoa. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I feel more confident in saying that I think that the defense could hold Alabama to twenty eight than the offense score fourteen. Oh, I definitely feel more confident about that. Yeah, I mean I have a lot of confidence in this. And defense. to me that that's that's that just shows to me where I think this defense is at. So yes, I do think that they could disrupt some things and cause some chaos. Now I'm not predicting they're gonna hold Alabama to twenty eight, but I'm just saying uh, I, I trust them to to have a good showing. I don't think that – you're not going to all of a sudden look out there on Saturday and think Peter Sermon's back. You know, yeah. I, this team to this point – no, look, it's going to be their first game without Fred Peters. Yeah. Um, So they'll have to figure some things out there. They've had, I guess, a couple weeks to do that. Yeah. Um, And I almost feel like with what we've seen out of this group – I feel like it's kind of knocking the guys individually saying this. I'm not really doing that because I mean it's a credit to them for for doing what they're doing. But I kind of feel like Zach Arnett can is one of those coaches that gets the absolute most out of the the pieces that he has. I agree with that. Four games in, that's what it looks like. Because we what all you're trying to say over there is he turns chicken into chicken salad. Because yes, and, and I will wear it because coming into the year, I kind of thought that's what he had on defense. Yeah, and I wasn't alone in that. No thought, no, no, but. No. That's what I thought, and it's a credit to those guys for not being that, and it's a credit to Zach Arnett for making sure they're not that.
0: Yeah. Um, offensively, it, it feels like the momentum has swung to to, uh, to KJ Costello getting the start for this one. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, and I I, I don't know where, how I feel about that. <laughs> like, no, I, yeah, I I, I don't – look, Mike Leach, he, he can – you know do what he wants to and he's going to do what he wants to as we've seen but uh i don't know he, he's seen how these guys perform in practice and mm-hmm. if you if you feel like that's what gives you the best chance to uh have a good showing and put up the yardage and points that's what you do yeah. um i haven't seen anything in game action that makes me think that but hey
0: my only thought is i think it just goes back to you don't want Will Rogers' first start to be against the number two team in the nation on the road under these circumstances. You know, that you just would rather go with the senior here and just see what happens. The problem becomes, you know, everybody in the stadium knows that the leash is short. And so what pressure does that put on Costello? You know, now maybe he responds well to pressure in the situation. Maybe I was right and he was a little bit dinged up. And having an off week has got him back up and running a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that the fact that Nick Saban is a coach who likes to run some man coverage. Now, I don't think he's going to go exclusively man because he's not a dummy. But maybe he, he puts a couple of uh, coverages out there that Costello likes and can find a couple of big plays and, and sort of go with it. There's a lot, there's a lot uh, behind this decision. Uh, but I will be shocked if we don't see Will Rogers at that same time at some point on Saturday.
1: Yeah. But does that mean that KJ Costello has kind of hit speed bumps again?
0: I, 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 kinda, I think so, yeah. I think if Costello's playing well, you'll leave him in. So, yeah. So the, I, what I'm trying to tell you, Joel, is I don't think Costello will play well.
1: Yeah. I mean, other than week one, you have no reason to believe that he's going to. Right. And and it's unfortunate that it's come to that, but that's that's where we're at right now. And it's hard to believe that he's got all of a sudden going to figure it out again in Tuscaloosa. No. That said, do you just let him kind of wear it and... And then maybe you have all the reason in the world to start Will Rogers against Andy yeah. next week. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you do. Um, I would be
0: floored if Will Rogers doesn't start against Vanderbilt. That, I, I said I've said it a couple times. I'm not going to be. I'm not totally surprised by the decision to start Costello if that's what ends up happening because of of the situation. I would be flabbergasted, gobsmacked, whatever word you want to use if he doesn't start against Vanderbilt. I think they're just waiting to get him home. I think if if State was playing Vanderbilt this week, they'd start Will Rogers.
1: Yeah, maybe. And look, I, I know you... The door isn't shut on that as far as we know now. Correct. Um, I, I kind of agree with you, though. I don't know that this is the environment you want Will to go out. Because when Will gets that first start, you want it to be a situation where he feels good about what's going on and... It, I just don't see a scenario where this offense hadn't done anything in three weeks is going to go over to Tuscaloosa and suddenly figure it out.
0: Right. I mean, Even with what Alabama gave up against Ole Miss, it just feels like it's – Regardless
1: of who the quarterback is. Yeah. And so, if you want Will to be your guy going forward, I agree with you. I think you just wait till the Vandy week.
0: What are we expecting from the running game in this one? I mean, I don't expect 30 carries or anything, but Marks and Dylan Johnson, can they have any success against this Alabama defense, do you think?
1: Uh, probably not much yeah <laughs> it is what it is. I'm just, I'm just trying to work something <laughs> in here to hold, come on. uh i i'm I'm more intrigued to see how Alabama plays Mississippi state defensively mm-hmm. are are they gonna give state a few more man looks than maybe they've seen in recent weeks because I mean Lord knows they got the four and five star talent to do it um or are they just gonna do what everybody else has kinda done the last three weeks and rush three or four, drop seven or eight, and wait till KJ or whoever makes a mistake. I know what I'd do. Uh, I'd, <laughs> until State figures out that whole blocking three yeah. to five thing, I, I just, you know, I don't see any I reason to it I bring a ton of pressure,
0: to be honest with you. Because well, you don't think State would expect it? Yeah, might go the other way. But you're right, Alabama is, is good enough on the defensive line that they don't have to bring a ton of pressure. They're probably going to have – But that said, you know, maybe this off week – I keep going back and forth on the off week. You know, it's it's like one of the big cliche questions you get of, uh, of uh, how am I trying to put it? That is the bye week coming at the right time. Yeah. Is the off week coming at the right time. And there are some people say yes, especially after losing games, it's coming at a good time. When you're winning, you probably don't want it to show up. You want to keep that momentum going. But at the same time, for Mississippi State, a team in so much flux, maybe playing another game would have been good for them. I don't know the answer to that. What do you think? Do you think this off week, consider taking into consideration everything that's happened over the past,
1: you know, as we're sitting here, 13 days, did it come in a good time for Mississippi State? I think you would rather have a different opponent to come out of it against. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. Um, but I do think it came... Is that, to- what, is that what's tainting my view about this? Is that it's Alabama? That's what's tainting my view. Okay. Because if, if, if this week was the Vandy week instead of the Alabama week, I would say definitely it came at a good time. You get a couple weeks off, heal up, and now you got a game you can win. Yeah. But that's not the case. Yeah. You get a couple weeks off, so if you feel good about yourself, you're about to go get humbled probably in yeah. Tuscaloosa. And then all of a sudden, all those good feelings that you might have developed over the bye week. I know you're playing Alabama, but if you look up at the scoreboard at the end of the day and you just got manhandled, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're just not in a good mental spot right. probably. It's Unless you just, I don't know, maybe these guys are realistic and realize kind of where they are and where Alabama is, and if it goes that way, which it very well could, that's what Vegas expects, Yeah, um, you can flush it pretty quickly, but...
0: This is one of the, you know I'm not a big fan of that was a good loss but this could be a good loss for Mississippi State and
1: one those of those good old moral victories there
0: there is I, moral victory is a, a, I don't like that I, I prefer good loss to moral victory to be totally honest with you but there there I mean there is a path that state plays this game and things go a certain direction and you walk out of there thinking okay the rest of the season they, they've got something to build on going forward. But there's also a way, like you just said, that you walk out of there thinking they may not win against Vanderbilt next weekend. That they, that Alabama just breaks their spirit. So we'll see which way that that goes. Um, and honestly, I don't have a feel for it. This is definitely not a, a four outcome game. I'll put it that way. I think it's just I think it's just one. I don't see any way State. I don't, th- I don't know about covering or not, but you tell me you know three touchdowns is a blowout loss, in my opinion. So if State loses by three, four touchdowns, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that at all. But I would be surprised by a close game, and I would be more than surprised by any MSU victory. So let's talk about playmakers. Let's move on into that. Brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. This weekend, if you're not cooking or eating Welcome Home Beef, well, you're missing out. You're missing out on the best beef your money can buy, grain-fed, locally-sourced beef. These guys have been doing business in in, in the cow business for decades so they know what they know what the best products are and they want to get those to you why don't you call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com place an order see if they'll ship to you they probably will they've got a lot of packages already done up and this holiday season man telling you nothing better to go with your turkey than maybe a whole beef tenderloin that's a delicious uh accoutrement to the turkey you like that word i did that was nice So be, be a two-meat Thanksgiving and make that second meat something from Welcome Home Beef. I promise you one thing about it. It just tastes good. All right, playmaker time. For offense, man,
1: I, you know what? I'm going to let you go first I want to see where you're going. I don't really know who to pick. I, I mean, the answer for me is really what I went with two weeks ago. Okay. And that's the five guys up front. Okay. Because if they don't do their job... Again, sound like a clanging cymbal, a broken record over here. If they don't do their job, none of the rest of it matters. Yeah. It just doesn't. And so, to me, all this talk about who's playing quarterbacks, Kylan coming back or not, none of that crap matters, man, Mm -hmm. if if the five up front don't start looking like a competent SEC offensive line. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see. I guess I'll go there. Um, The five guys up front have got to give either KJ or Will – a little more time. As bottom line for this offense right now.
0: All right, so I'm going to have to make a, a prediction of sorts to go with my playmaker. But I'm going to predict that Will Rogers plays, comes in this game pretty early. Okay. So I'm going to go with Will Rogers. I think that he'll, he'll get the, the reins pretty early in the game. And what, he'll, what, he has, what he does from there determines how Mississippi State plays. If he doesn't play any different than Costello, if he gives the ball away, if he's, his pocket awareness isn't great. And like you said, of course, it depends on the offensive line. But if he can't do those things, then... There's no chance for MSU to do anything in this game. So Will Rogers is the guy for Mississippi State. They, they have to get a, a – not, not a big performance. He's not going to go out – it's not going to be, you know, 35 for 50 for 475 yards and four touchdowns. But can he get 300 yards passing? Can he complete 65, 70% of his passes? Can he not throw multiple interceptions? One pick, sure, I get it. But multiple interceptions, can he, can he avoid that? If he can, then State can stay in this game and make it look respectable. Uh, by the end of it, uh, if he can't, well, then you know other things are going to happen. Uh, <laughs> defensively, who you got?
1: Martin Emerson. Why not? Uh, you're going to have to try and shut down some of the Mac Jones air attack, and you know you're you're going to you're going to be out there trying to uh, lock down. I guess what Devontae Smith? Or, yeah. I mean, we talked to Emerson on uh, yeah. on Tuesday. I mean, you feel like they're going to throw his way a few times. He's going to have an opportunity to make a play or two. So. I'll go with Martin Emerson. I don't know that there's anybody you look at and like they have to have a big day for state to have a chance. I mean, you know, I I don't know that state has much of it. I guess if you play a game, you got a chance. But yeah, anyway, I I think Martin Emerson is going to have some playmaking opportunities in this game.
0: I agree with that. Uh, I'm not gonna go with Emerson, but yeah, you're right in that they're gonna throw the ball yeah. and they're gonna look at Devontae Smith and that's who mm-hmm. Martin Emerson's gonna be covering. So the logic is is very sound there. Uh, I mentioned state need to be able to get pressure. Uh, the guys who've been doing that this year have been Jordan Davis and Tyrus Wheat. So let's go with Wheat. Can he get, can he get Mac Jones on the ground a couple of times? Can he put Alabama in second and sixteen, second and fifteen, in, in those kind of situations where you have an opportunity? You know. State's linebackers are the ones; they're the ones who do the most in terms of the blitzing. Uh, you know, you know, you're getting him. Those two guys I mentioned, plus Aaron Bruley, Aaron, and Errol Thompson has been, you know, effective on the blitz this year too. So, I think State needs to get one of those three guys. But I'm going to go with Wheat. To put Mac Jones on, and, and you know just and he can do some things in the running game too. When they when they you know can you clog up a hole and make Najee Harris have to bounce it outside or something like that? I, I think that you know State's linebackers are the key to their defense. So let's pick one of them. For my X factor, I feel like I should say Will Rogers again. <laughs> I don't know who to pick. There's nobody offensively that you can just look at and say if they have a big game, State could do something, right? Because. Yeah. I don't trust any of them to have a big game because it all starts up front with the offensive line. So I guess the offensive line has to be my X factor. They have to play well. And they have, they have to play better than they've played in every game since the LSU game. It is inexcusable. It is ridiculous that five can't block three. That has to change. And if it doesn't change, well, then everything else we say is pointless and meaningless. They can't win if five can't block three. So whoever that five is, And I feel like Charles Cross, you can probably put his name on there in Sharpie. Darian Parker, probably the same. Everybody else, I don't know. You know, will James Jackson still be at center? Does Cole Smith come back? Or does he stay at left guard where I thought he was relatively effective uh, on on last Saturday against Texas A&M? Or two Saturdays ago, I guess I should say. Greg Island has had some issues. Dollar Bill Johnson has had some issues. I don't know how you're going to patch this all together. I just know that it has to happen for MSU to have any kind of a chance to not only, you know, never mind, win, but to, to play a respectable game on Saturday. So my offensive line, that's my playmaker. Or, I'm sorry, my, my X factor.
1: Yeah, I'll go a different route here and go with Jaquavius Marks because okay, Kylan Hill's not going to play. <laughs> no. If you hadn't talked to the coach in three weeks, you're not going to play. Um, May not ever play in Mississippi State, Maroon and White again, but yeah, he's, he's not going to play in Tuscaloosa for sure. And so, I mean, look, Jaquavius Marks, congratulations, son. You're, you're the new RB1, I guess. Yeah. So... You know, it's step-up time. Uh, I, I don't know what you can expect out of him in Tuscaloosa, but it's this is going to be his show at running back, you would guess, yeah. for the next three years or so. Yeah. And, and, and so...
0: I think the talent's there.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, you, you see in Mike Leach offenses how crucial a good running back that can catch the ball out of the backfield, get you a, a, a few yards on the ground when needed, um, can be. So I just... For as much as we talk about Will Rogers and, and everything else in the future of this offense, I mean, you need Joe Quavius Marks to end up being a, a star in this offense in the coming years. Yeah. So, hey, what bigger stage to start becoming that than Tuscaloosa, <laughs> Alabama?
0: Right there. You're not, you're not wrong about that. All right. Prediction time. I think it's, it's fair to say we're not going to predict Mississippi State to win this game. Speak for yourself, Brent. Well, I'll tell you what then, Joel.
1: <laughs> Jump on board. No, no you are correct.
0: So, what What do you got, then? Uh...
1: I... I don't think that State can even cover. Okay. <laughs> uh, I may be wrong. We'll end up seeing, but... Uh, with what we've seen from them offensively, um, obviously, we've seen them be pretty good defensively, but you're dealing with the loss of Fred Peters, and you're playing the best offense you've seen all year in Tuscaloosa. Uh... I will say Alabama, forty-one. Mississippi State seven.
0: Oof. Okay. I'm 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 close to that. I I don't know about covering or not, but I think State can get a couple in the end zone. I feel like the Will Rogers experiment might work out in State's favor a little bit, but I'm I'm pretty much with you there. Um, does, does, what was the line? Thirty-three and a half. Uh, Thirty-two,
1: thirty-three. So like where that. you look,
0: yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe State can cover. I'm going to say forty-five, fourteen. Okay. Mississippi State goes down to Alabama. And then, like I said, if they just move the ball a little bit here and there and make some plays here and there, I think you'll have the confidence going forward that next week against Vanderbilt you feel good, you get the win, and maybe you can start. I really do think that if they could just get a win, they could maybe get a couple more. And we'll see where that takes us. So, All right. Tomorrow, we'll, we will probably be talking to you Sunday evening, if I had to guess.
1: But you never know. We'll see what happens. Late Sunday
0: evening. Yes, By late that, Sunday evening. That's what he's meaning there. And then uh, we'll be back with you all next week, Mississippi State versus Vanderbilt. Got a couple other things I'm going to uh, – you know, I want to try to get maybe a couple of college basketball guys on. We'll talk about what they expect from Mississippi State this year, uh, if anything, both men's and women's. Uh, and then we'll get some other stuff going forward as we uh, enter the final – well, what's no, normally the final month. we got a little December this year, but we'll, we'll talk about all that. Guys, have a great weekend, and uh, Joel and I will be back with you very, very soon. Have a great one. For Joel T. Coleman, Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning. On Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.